Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. gentlemen he is the man the mind behind the alabama avalanche it's not hair it's an art piece he is your host of porch talk alan aldridge i watched my yellow cat invade my red cat in the yard the feline war has raged for years, so I assume it'd be too hard for me to drive my foot between them. I would never risk the scratch just to prove to one or both of them that a cat is just a cat.
something strange like cold is winter water. I've been this way for ages. Ages I can stand up on like history in my veins. Yeah. Just a closer walk with thee. Open up the door, let it breathe. Can't you see? You bleed for me, and I bleed for you. Blood brother, blood sister, blood mother, oh father, oh please. That was Gaslight Heart by Pony Bradshaw, and welcome you to Porch Talk. Yes, sir. Nice intro, huh? You're welcome. Thanks. Might have to use that one again. <laughs> What's good in the hood, brother Cobb? <laughs> Who is working on his aerodynamics? Aerodynamics. <laughs> Coming in, I don't have an Alabama avalanche. I got that uh, aerodynamic ready to go for a swim team. Got to shave your Getting own Getting that scholarship. Trying to get a scholarship. Yep. Up in here. Not much, man. Not much. Just a little chill day. Took a staycation for the next couple of days. That's what's up. Yep. I've been on a staycation. Yeah, not for pleasure, though. <laughs> not for pleasure. Not for pleasure. Gonna get it fixed in the AM. I told you about that damn parkour. <laughs> Don't do it. It's bad on the joints, man. <laughs> I was doing my pre-op, and, uh, you know, I was just having a conversation between the nurse, and she said, so, uh, how'd you do it? And I was like, all right, so this is gonna be the worst story ever heard. And she's like, probably not. I've heard some. I've heard some pretty ridiculous stuff. And I was like, okay, give me your worst one for a tour ACL. Go. And she was like, two high school kids got into some kind of a scuffle. I'm oh, no. assuming. Mm-mm. And she was like, his leg went through the trophy case, and that's how he tore his ACL. Did he cut himself too? I, I bet I, you. I didn't go any further. And she said, second worst was parkouring. Ooh. Somebody's tore their ACL parkour, which I mean, I'm assuming that's probably happened a lot. That's, uh, I mean, if you're going to try that for a new hobby, parkour, and you better, better be good at it. I mean, like, I got no. I see some of those guys just scaling a wall, like, you know, 12 foot with, like, nothing really to grab up. They just, like a cat. Yeah. Right up that thing. Oh, he's. Which reminded me of that episode of Office. Oh, parkour. Yeah, refrigerator box, man. Yeah. Love their openings. Yeah, they always nailed it. The, my favorite one was when uh, <laughs> what they come in um, doing a music video for that song. Yeah. Well, I don't remember the name of the song, but it was like... Was uh, it like an Office rap song they had to turn in for a commercial for... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was that one. 
They do their, they do right. Yeah. Oh, Michael. Yeah, love the openings. All right, in the sport world, in the sporting world, we had this past weekend, or maybe, however this episode comes out, um, the recent pay per view, the, the, the big most one. recent, yeah. UFC. Don't know what number. Two forty eight. Two forty eight. Two forty eight. I don't know. It's two forty eight. We can't. We don't really. We have to strive to get them now. Yeah, the ESPN Plus things really put us under. But it used to be a fun thing that I ordered here at the house. And yeah, you move it to an app. Now you you're now you making me have a subscription and have to buy the pay per view. Right. Not cool. But uh, we had what supposedly is the best woman's best fight in UFC history. One of the best fights. The women's fight. Oyana. Oyana Dragovich. Boogie woman. Boogie That's all woman. I know. Yeah, she's probably my favorite female fighter in the UFC right now. For real? Yeah. In the last two fights she's had, she's lost. She's been, yeah, but she's tough. Golly, she's tough. Like, her... She wasn't even recognizable after the fight. Remember when you showed me the picture? Yeah, it looked fake. I was like, hmm. Now, who's that? That's your girl, man. That's the one you follow. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. She took a beating. She, she followed went the, the distance. That Chinese woman that's the champion. What is the, like, bantamweight? Is that a... Hard to lose your fight when it comes down to... The, yeah, uh, it hard is, to, Hard to lose your belt when it comes down to the judge's decision. That's what happened in the main event, too. We'll get there. We'll get there, but... Okay. They just went five rounds beating the hell out of each other. Boogie woman. Boogie woman? She lost. I mean, it's the other... Is there a sang wheeling? Something yeah, like that. Forgive me. Not trying to I'm do trying. it. I'm trying. I don't know her nickname. But she's tough. Warrior. Move yeah. on. Hey, if you ain't seen a boogie woman's forehead, go ahead and check that out. Yeah, it's worth that. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's worth a Google. I've heard of five heads. That would be the definition of a five head. Yeah. Then we went into the main event. My boy, Israel Adesanya, the last style bender. Mm. Fighting Yoel Romero. I think that's his name. Big Jack guy. Not as tall, though. That's where the weight kind of catches up for style bender. He's got whoops, five, six inches over him. Yeah, I was watching a little bit about how the uh, the fight started and like you see some of the funniest gifts I've seen of it is like uh, when you and your friend are trying to figure out the controls. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> uh, when I went to my parents today, my baby brother, baby bro, said, hey man, I watched that fight. And I was like, oh, I bet you watched the wrong one. You should have watched the women's. He's like, I watched your boy Israel. And I was like, I heard that was boring. And he's like, man, if I was the champ, I would have did what he did. It's like, like you said, if it comes down to tiebreaker, you got to put the champ away pretty much. And this dude wasn't even coming after Israel. He was just, Israel just chilling back there, boring the hell out of everybody, chopping at his thigh, looking like hamburger meat after the fight. You know how Joe Rogan interviews? Yeah. He was like, come here, come here, look at his leg. Look at his leg walking around. Look at it. That leg's messed up. I took his best shot in the first round. He caught me with a left, and I knew after I took that, I got it, and I just chopped away at that leg. <laughs> but I seen a meme where he's like, you know where he won the belt over Whitaker, I think? I think the middleweight belt? That sounds right. 
that was like one of the best middleweight championship fights ever. And then there's like this last one, UL, one of the worst. It's just like a whatever. Yeah, it's just like the same. Israel had one of the worst and best. Yeah. Well, I mean, now I want to go back and watch the fight again and like just watch him work that leg. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's gonna Pro- be- probably made it to where that guy couldn't go at him. You know? Yeah. Like, well, if I try to step toward him, he's gonna pop me right in the thigh. A bunch of people were mad at him for not like, dude, go. Yeah, bull rush. You seen that? Like you said, you seen that meme where you're trying to figure out the controllers. He was doing a little jig there yeah, at one he, point. He was, dude, he was showing out like you need to get in there. Yeah, fight a little bit. All right. Anything That's, else? Two forty-eight or two? I don't know what number it is. Two forty-nine. April. April pay per view. Okay. We got, we got to watch that one now. I like Ferguson. Like uh, he's one of my favorite fighters that come from that era where I first started watching yeah. UFC. Yeah. The dude's, you know, he's a veteran. I watch a little, like, documentary, little mini thing on YouTube where he got his start off Ultimate Fighter, mm-hmm. that reality show. Yeah. And his coach was Brock Lesnar. And early <laughs> on, it's like, Brett Lesnar's like, Tony Ferguson's gonna win. <laughs> Just out. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. I didn't know he started there. I th- but they're fighting at the April pay-per-view. Habib versus Ferguson. Okay, and so early press conferences, it appears that Ferguson has found a way inside of Habib's head. He lives there. Doing jumping jacks. Trying to get a scholarship. I don't know. Habib handled himself so well for the McGregor. Because he may be a little bit more confident in that press conference. I mean, I didn't really think Tony Ferguson's trash talk was all that unique or anything. It was just like, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to kick you. I'm going to hit you. Knock you out. <laughs> it's coming. Yeah. Put Habib, his belt on the I already had that face off one time where Habib held up his belt and Ferguson held up his. He ain't got a belt. I looked it up. He's not a champion. I guess he's. It was one of his old belts or something he just brought. Because it was the old style belt. You know they redesigned them last year. Yeah. He's like, belt for belt. <laughs> and he laid it in between them like it was a line. <laughs> then Habib kicked it off. <laughs> so, you know, they're kind of building up right now. <laughs> Pretty good to me. Yeah. So what was that? Uh, the comment about Habib? He said that uh, Americans can't street fight. Oh, yeah. I, I thought we'd probably be the best at street fighting. Got a lot of streets. Yeah. Not here in Kennedy. Right. The mean streets of Kennedy. I mean, uh, what I mean, streets is the bead walking? He's up in the mountains, ain't he? But you talk to the just the people inside the BJJ world who, you know, love training and just train all the time. Yeah. And they'll tell you that, uh, you know, I, I, don't, I think that was a miscomment. I don't think he meant street fighting because, like, you can be good street fighter, but if someone knows, I think he's just talking about no rules, like mm, just beat you. yeah, street fight, like yeah, I don't, I don't no ref, <laughs> oh, no crowd, you pissed me off, caught you nally. Well, McGregor threw a garbage can or whatever through his bus or whatever. Remember that? Yeah, that was pretty gangster, I guess. <laughs> that was just a big build up for that fight, but um, I don't know. If, 
You always hear about like street fighting is like uh, not what you want to be good at. But I, Kimbo Slice would be an exception. Yeah, but he wasn't good in, in his little so there's professional the, career. There's the example. Um, R.I.P. Yeah. He was just known for knocking the dude's eyeball halfway out. <laughs> yeah. You remember that? Uh, just go back and watch him. I mean, like that was a bad dude. Finding his old fights, those street fights. That's where uh, World Star. Yeah, I watched a documentary about uh, Kimbo like run that stuff with his mom and uh, the Dada Five Thousand guy. That was like one of the worst Bellator fights ever between him and his old bodyguard. Hmm. But that was a crazy. That's where uh, what's his name? Uh, Jorge Mazadov came from. Right. Right. I don't know when his next fight is. Did you see this thing about uh, Emory Ortega? Ortega? Any up on one of your posters there? Yeah, that dude. Brian Ortega. Oh, yeah. I guess he's fighting a Korean zombie or something coming up. It was backstage at the last pay-per-view. He got into it with his, like, translator or something and slapped him. I don't know, that was big news during that pay-per-view, and it was backstage stuff. Slapped the dude. Yeah. So that was a little wrestling drama. Maybe that's a fight coming up on that. I guess we'll see. Like, uh, wasn't it Ortega's last fight where he got... Yeah, it was that fight. He got embarrassed pretty good. I mean, he got beat pretty much the whole fight, but he, like, never... He hung in there. It's like, whoa, you're you're pretty tough, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of like respect like that, but he got, yeah. He got pretty much destroyed. Just like yeah. respect for staying in there. Do you see where Alan Belcher's coming back? I don't even know who that is. So this is back to those early, earlier days. It's yeah. Like before Belcher, it was back when, um, do you remember the Iceman? Chuck Liddell? Yeah. It, yeah, it, it sells through. batteries now. Okay, so Alan Belcher's career was ending around that same time, like okay. in that span. And uh, like he trains. He's got a gym down in Biloxi now. He helps Jake Reeves here in Columbus, so he'll come up and like he's the guy that um, trained J- Jake and made him a black belt Yeah, at BJJ. But, yeah, I, I just saw something that Jake shared the other day that he was going to come back, and I'm, I'm pretty excited to see how – how that's gonna work because I know age is a big deal, you know. Yeah, where's he gonna come back at? I, I'd have to look. I don't, I think it's gonna be UFC. I think it's gonna be like a you know, For another real? debut. Yeah, I get we'll see. So that's he's kind of a local guy, you know. Yeah, Southeast. that's cool. That's pretty cool. There's a bunch of like these MMA little indies popping around. Here lately, you seen that? It's a growing thing, man. You know, seen one like a two below furniture market or something. Yep, yep. They do it right there where they do the uh, where the flea markets. I think is there bare knuckle fighting coming around pretty. That's also like within an hour. You know, the driving to think about this, like just think about like Columbus. We have the Trotter where they do you know boxing, and it's not always good boxing, but you have a fight scene. And they yeah. do, and they do some UFC stuff as well. Oh yeah, that was one of the funnest things I ever went to around here. I mean, it was just crazy walking into that. 
I'd never been to the Charter Center before that. And I walked into the big park, and you hear, like, the mat. Pow! Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like watching it on People TV. getting into it up there, close to it and oh, stuff. Yeah. You can hear the Just coaches. like walking into that, like, oh, this is crazy. This is the real deal. I know it's not UFC in Las Vegas, but this is the real deal. I was like, this is crazy. Yeah. Why ain't everybody here? Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> I think that's another, like, a cultural thing that's growing, man. You see a lot of people getting into it. Yeah. I think it's a growing trend. Like, people, for their New Year resolutions, I think that they're choosing that to get in shape rather than just going to, like, a gym. I mean, wouldn't you, know because I'm not doing either. Yeah. Just do CrossFit. Yeah. You cross fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you never know. Might sprout up from something like that, though. I mean, they had Dante Wilder. Yeah. T Town. Yeah. It's what, 45 minutes away for us. I'm telling you, used to bus tables at the Waffle House. I think it was IHOP, actually. Was it IHOP? Yeah. Uh, I watched this dude on YouTube, a shout-out to this guy, because his name's Joseph Vincent. Look up Board Films, and you can see, like, the most awesome highlight documentary mini-stuff that's, like, 10 to 30 minutes long. And it had Dante Wilder's... They never brought up IHOP. Just brought up his uh, daughter... When he got into boxing, she suffered that spinal manipulus or whatever. Yeah. Spinal bifidifia. Is that what it's called? Cool man. That's what got him inspired, and he just went all in. And the people that talk about it, this is a bum. He got exposed. He's a bum. I knew it. It's a one-hit wonder. All he's got is that big haymaker. But uh, that went to the Olympics, man. Yeah. They just don't let... You just don't win a bronze then to nobody. Mm-mm. So. Yeah, and it's it's something else to be called out to be representing your country. Yeah, <laughs> that has, that says a lot. Yeah, but anyway, speaking of that, we already got Fury Wilder Part Three, July eighteenth. Wasn't ready. That's a, I think it's too soon. It's a bit quick. I do. I think so too. I think it works for uh, Fury. It'd be wild if, like, ding, ding, boom! Here comes a haymaker. Yeah. I just but, think, uh, yeah, I yeah, it's too Fury's early. He's a freak, man. Yeah. And, uh, I heard, uh, you see this? Recently, <coughs> like two weeks ago, maybe? Wilder went to the University Mall and tried on a Canada goose coat, and his legs collapsed. Mm. So, that was a story. Well, I wonder if he made it to the hospital after. Yeah, he went to the hospital. That's he just right. gave out. The can of the goose coat must be heavy. That's not good. Do you think they shut the, he came at, after hours? I was wondering that. I mean, it's just stupid, but I was like, the dude, the, the, he like comes at 930 on um, Wednesday. And I bet you it's that like tuck store with the dude with all the autographs and stuff. What city was it? This is the University Mall, Tuscaloosa, Alabama, son. I don't know. Maybe. Because, you know, 
my mama ain't gonna know who Dante Wilder is or you know but like us but it could be a bunch of us just gathering up it's like what's the big deal yeah didn't realize I'd like to say like if I was in the mall and like we cross paths I'd be like yeah, that's Dante and not bother him yeah <laughs> I wouldn't I mean I seen the great turnover machine in the NFL Jameis Winston one time at the Galleria in Birmingham he had a little gathering I was like, ah. yeah. I was just like, hey, got my baby brother to record me walking behind him to compare the size. See how much taller he is than me. <laughs> All right, let me see it. Missing my phone. It's not that bad. Hey, record me. Okay. <laughs> He's way taller than you are. <laughs> yeah, that's good. All right, man. 90s movies. 90s movies, huh? Yeah, just for, uh, I don't know, just what was on the other night. I was blown away by both of those films. You had Judgment Night. Judgment Night. Uh, Emilio Estevez. Emilio Estevez. Cuba Gooden Jr. Radio himself. Show me the money. Oh, Cuba Gooden. Can't good remember. actor, man. Cuba is good. He was good in that movie. I can't remember the other two guys. Last thing I remember is OJ versus the People. It's a good show. I didn't see that. Yeah. But uh, Peter Berg. Pete, that's the one. Is that him? Yeah. That's the guy who found. Dennis Leary was the bad guy. That's good bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, it's just a couple boys going out. Guys, night out. Got that. RV balling. Going to a boxing match. Going to a boxing match. Speaking of boxing. Right. And 90s uh, movie. Crab hit the fan. Crab hit the fan. They took a little detour because the interstate was backed up. And next thing you know, they find this guy. or We're off in the slippery slums. Yeah, they get off in the slums, get lost. And that's it. That's all teaser. Yep. You go have like the rest of the movie them in situations. Yeah. Then, what other nineties movie did you watch? Ooh, little Matthew. No. You watched a little Woody, Woody Harrelson. Had a little, little Robert Downey Jr. Natural born killers. Tommy Lee Jones, Juliette Lewis. Oh man, low key hot. Did you know that was 90s when you saw it, though? I, could, I feel like that movie could come out Dude, that felt in like 2000. That 2020! Movie, that movie felt like it came out the same weekend as... Um, Mandy? <laughs> it could pass for that. <laughs> but I was thinking... Um, like It could pass for like during Fear and Loathing. Yeah. Natural Born Killers. Back out, yep. Natural Born I'm Killers. I'm always got a... <coughs> guilty of these movies, man. I love them. You know, the, the couple that fall in love and run off together from the law or any scenario like that, pretty much. Just Road Trip, too. I love Road Trip movies. Road Trip, fam. Yeah. Yep. Just going to kill a whole bunch of people. Bunny and Clyde. Yeah. Love it. Queen and Slim. I liked it. That's a recent movie that came out. Red Box. Buy it. Whatever. Digital. Don't matter. I liked same, it. Same style. Mm-hmm. Couple on the run from the law. 
There you go. I always love those movies, but uh, Natural Born Killers, what'd you think? <coughs> um, 10 out of 10 Lance Arms, man. Lancels. Ain't heard that in a while, have you? Mm-mm. Yeah, whole thing, top to bottom story, great. Uh, oh, Robert Dan- Robert Downey Jr.'s character. Mickey and Mallory. Yeah, surprised me. You saw a little bit of, okay, I hear where the voice for Tropic Thunder came from. You know, the Australian side of it. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, oh, guy, who was the guy, the warden? That was Tommy Lee Jones. That was crazy was... seeing Tommy, like, do a crazy role like that. With sweet pencil mustache. <laughs> crazy hair. Yeah. That's just a trip, that movie. I heard they actually ate mushrooms. Like the crew and everybody. I could see Not that for some of those road scenes. Yeah. But, you know, your 90s movies. I think we recently watched Scream 2. That's a classic. I don't care you can, who who you are. Yeah. I heard a recent interview, a dude said that was the, like the the end of 90s horror when that came out. I was like, I think it revived it. Green. To get it to the next stuff. What was Green about? Green? Green Inferno? Oh. Green that- Room? What are you talking about, Green? The movie you're talking about right now. Scream. Scream. Yeah, Scream. Oh. Yeah, we that, we caught that one day. Yeah. Here recently. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we didn't watch the whole thing. We were just flipping through. The, oh, Scream. That's about all right. Halfway in it. Yeah, I watched it in this, I guess, 22, 22nd time. 23rd, I don't know. That's yeah, not bad. I don't, not see, I, don't, I don't see how you would call Ghostface the end of 90 Horror. Yeah, it's just I think they do said that just because it spun off like a bunch of copycat movies like that. I know what you did last summer. Uh, a bunch of ones that ain't worth remembering. I'm trying to remember they. It was done good because like what we were talking about, you know, towards the end of the movie when you finally figure out who's who. Yeah, you didn't have a clue. It was, uh, did, Did this dude use the Scooby Doo formula? Wes, is it Wes Craven? Did he just steal a Scooby Doo episode? This is Scooby Doo formula. He all, oh my god! You know what I'm saying? That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. Take the mask off. Oh my god! It's old man Cliver from the park. <laughs> I would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for you. Yeah, but then he says, I'm feeling here, man. Yeah, that guy went on to be uh, shaggy. Oh, my God. Conspiracies. Conspiracies. Breaking the fourth wall. Oh, I think we need to take a break. Go to commercial. Yep. All right, stepping off into a break. This is Friend of Mine by JPKS.
tight song man you ever have awesome dreams because my dreams are always so kind of just ordinary i used to have some messed up nightmares where i watched a bunch of dateline it'd be like i remember one i had with my uh, uncle and his friend went coon hunting i stayed at the truck and they came back in a panic then uh, there was another guy there that went off with them but he didn't come back with them then i got to knock on the door from the police got interrogated that's a dream. Yeah. You used to have those. But here recently, my most recently dream. Okay. My meemaw. My mama. That's what we say down here in the south. In the south. Grandma. Oh, 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 oh. She was uh, knitting. Mm. She was knitting in the living room. And she got a little bored of the knitting. But she wanted to continue knitting. So she went and got on that uh, tractor thing. She got on that tractor and still knitted while driving. And I supposedly ended up on there with her. Just two rider? I don't know what it is, but I just ended up on there with her. Hmm. We riding and she's knitting. She driving and knitting mm-hmm. at the same time? At the same time. At the same downtime, they say. Can I just say that your grandma is talented in your dream? Yeah, but uh, the talent ran out. She tipped it over. And I was like, oh, God, Mama, are you right? And I looked back and she's back there. Standing behind it, still knitting, standing up. <laughs> then that was it. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I have friends that I, I, I dreamt I was Spider-Man last. Why can't I have that? I never have that. I have dreamed my mom knitting on a tractor and flipping it over. Uh, the most 
Mess, Still need the most messed up dream I've had. It was when I was a kid, and I've had I had it like four times. Was uh, you know, you remember going to the arcades? Yes. Dreamed I was just in a mall arcade, man, and I got sucked into the game. And it was like a game where you were fighting like skeletons. And Did you become the game character? Yeah, yeah, and like uh, it was it's like eight bit Allen. No, nah, it looked real to me. <laughs> <laughs> Did the world look like arcade game? Oh, it, it, it looked like N64 graphics, but... You was in that world? Oh, yeah, dude, I was in it. See, I can't have that. <laughs> and uh, I didn't want to be in it. Mine's always, like, real and, you know, life. It's, it's the kind of dream you have as a kid to where you wake up, and then, like, you sit up for a second, and you're like, Phew. think happy thoughts, you go back to sleep, you're just hoping that you'll have a different dream. Yeah. And then you go right where it left off. Do you have the snake dreams? Snake dreams. I know you don't, because you done beat the fear of snake. You done beat them out on it. It's like, I've been bit. You're trying to get to your Shelby status of being immune. <laughs> uh, you know the snake dreams? It's always something. There's some meaning to a snake dream. If you have a snake in your dream, it means like bad things are going to happen in the future or something like that. According to Fruid, it's a dick. Well, he's a psychologist. That dude was like perverted. He said, like, if you saw like balloons, that meant boobs. Like everything in your dream was sexual. I believe more of the snake being the devil type <laughs> serpent. Yeah. That is is bad news. You need you need better thoughts. Yeah. Just don't. I had a, I had such a bad snake dream one time where I slipped and like skidded in the mud puddle chest first, and I was skidding into like a snake. And I like popped up in my dream, but at the same time, I popped up out of my dream and fell out of my bed and crushed a little fan like you got back here. Gosh, dog. A little plastic fan for about $30 at the DG. Crushed it. It don't stand. It was just the circle part, and it was kind of crushing was it like the when outers. You, when, you, when you busted through the casing, was it still spinning? No. I was about to say, oh, that's, it a, was, that's crap. That's crap to wake up to there. That happened. That was a true story. That's one of the worst nightmares, I guess you would call it. Like, I guess your snake would be a spider for me. Ooh, you had them spiders. Yeah. Or, uh, I mean, the instances to where, like, I fall off a bed, it's always, like, f- jumping out of a plane or falling off a building. You know, that sensation that you're yeah. falling. Or then there's a sensation, like, someone has a bat and coming out of you, and you just fell asleep, Ooh. and you launch yourself out of sleep. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. And my snakes. You did it with the bat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, let's, let's get on out of this movies. Uh, Music. Before we, let's you know, Before we end up with the movies. You called me to come up here. I left. Uh, I recently purchased the Evil Dead remake. You never saw. It's pretty awesome. You tell me to come up here. And we got some Stroker Ace playing. <laughs> yeah, a little Burt Reynolds. Classic, I guess. Never watched it. It's all right. My NASCAR first, movie. That's my first time, too. I just love, like, the <laughs> Evil Dead remake to Stroker Race. <laughs> Let's get it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You left watching Evil Dead, you come over to Stroker? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The remake. Okay. That's, like, 2014. Yeah. And it's a great remake. Break it down. <laughs> it doesn't break it down. Evil Dead's one of those classic horror movies from back in your daddy's days. 
I remember my dad telling me when he saw it in theaters, he rode home with his feet barely touching the paddles. Scared something was going to come up out of it. Yeah. Man, that is some. And then you come over here to this happy-go-lucky Burt Reynolds over here. Yep. <laughs> Bunch of stashes in this movie. Yeah, everybody had one. But, uh... <laughs> you got a recommendation for you? You're in the Netflix game now. You're all about the trailer park, boys. I guess that'd be your recommendation. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been watching that. Been on that. I've been on that. Uh, I like the. I guess the greatest thing about it to me is like the the character yeah. development and the fact that they're, for the most part, they generally stay true to their character's nature throughout, and it continues to build. I like you. Your favorite character you have. A lady. Yeah. Like he's my second favorite, but like he's a close to first. Ricky's my favorite. Yeah, Ricky's always been my favorite. I never thought like I never heard anybody else say Leahy. Like Leahy, and now you made me appreciate the beauty of Leahy. It's he's like he's let the liquor, let the liquor do the talking. When Randy. they go on that, I think it starts after that, like season four. He's like, I gotta let the liquor do the thinking. Yeah, and then like my favorite part, I showed you that scene. That he's like Randy's getting on to him about his drinking. He said. I am the liquor. <laughs> he's like, is that the liquor talking? Yeah, I am the liquor. And I was like, oh my gosh. You know, <laughs> he's just down in fifths. Yeah. I and love that it, show. That's like an ongoing theme. It's like, how drunk are you, Jeremy? Six out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got so invested in that show that when I first started watching it. I was like, kind of wish I lived in a trailer park. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so it falls off, like how good it is. Yeah. I think it's like after season two. You notice the end credits where it's like Canadian, yeah. then it ends up Netflix. Yeah, it changes. So, which props to them for like, I didn't want it to end. Yeah. I like Netflix stuff too. Yeah. I mean, the the film that they done, it wasn't anything to write home about, but if you like... There was a couple. Like I think there was especially boys, one like I really liked. The one where they go to America was fun. That's like Bubbles doing... Nashville? Yeah. Yeah, they're trying to make his country album. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. And uh, the one when they went to Europe, I remember. Oh, really the, the best part of the Europe ones when Ricky does the weather. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... I got some shit down here. It's going to be a lot of rain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got some down... Clouds with thunder, got lightning. This, got the screen screen here. What's going on? My Netflix recommendation, though, Alan. I'm not okay with this. I love it. Who's starring in that? The chick from It. The little girl. You know what I'm talking about? Then the loser gang club or whatever. The main kids. I can play. She was the one chick. She's kind of redheaded. I don't know her name. I don't know her name. But that's the main star. Looks like she'd be like a perfect Annie. Yeah. Some, yeah, but uh, you know, it's, it's witty and it's like 23 minute episodes. There's seven of them, you go oh. by, it, and it's based on a comic book, supposedly. It's, it's fun, I like it. Same people have made uh, one of my other favorite Netflix shows, uh, The End of the Effing World. Hmm. So, yeah, it's easy watches. Yeah, 23 minutes is nice. Yeah, yeah, and it's got one of the most awesome endings ever. In the last episode. I stood up in my living room at a mirror corner. I was like, oh, snap. Oh, no. 
<laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and they played that song that you never heard. I swear you've heard it before. The eighty song. I don't. I don't think. I think that was the first oh. time, man. Anyway, I can't remember the name of it. I listened to it today. Fate, something. Mm. Echo and the Bunny Man. That's who sings it. Yeah. Yeah, I played it today. I couldn't tell you what the name of it was, so I just put it in my notes after I, after you played it. It was an awesome ending, though. But uh, let's get into music. Perfect end segue. Perfect segue with this. Cold Hard Truth by Star and Micey, and now we're going to move off into music recommendations. One of the songs from this show, I'm Not Okay With This, was a band song, the actual band that played that song. And the dude, one of the other main characters, tells the chick about it in like the first episode, come listen to my vinyl collection. You like Blood Witch? 
That's the name of the band that plays. I'm not okay with it. I like that song. There you go. Is it in the show at all? Yeah. Yeah, well, they play the vinyl. He calls her. He's listening to it, and he's got the headphones down here, his neck. Yeah, and you can just hear a little and bit And he's like, listen to the song. And she starts listening to it, gets into it, feels it. That's how I was. I'm like, good song. There you go. Good plug. Yeah. I like it. Like That's almost like breaking fourth wall of music with that. That's That's dope, you know? Yeah. The guy's a musician and actor. I can't think of a time where Lido's been able to do that. I don't think any of 30 Second to Mars songs has ever been in a Lido movie. Mm-mm. It's kind of... I mean, the dude that never, sung it, that song ain't in the show. It's just a kid that was obsessed with that band. Oh, I thought it was like that no. actual guy in the No, band. that's a chick that actually sings it. It's like he's plugging his own band it's in the show. Like, that's dope. It's a... Uh, <laughs> It's got that Allison Mosshart vibe. You know, chick from Dead Weather and the Kills. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like a Kills song to me. Oh, that's and a I love the Kills, so. Dope band. Yeah. What you got going on with music? Woo. Woo, daddy. I've been uh, back in the uh, old collection, man. I've been listening to a lot of Say Anything. Mm-hmm. Which was that little monologue I done about the cats earlier? That's uh, yellow cat, red cat, yeah, yellow cat, <laughs> red cat slash. That's the intro to that song. Nice. So that's uh, the front man for that. His name is Max Bemis, and uh, he has several other projects like Two Tongues. I've always been a huge fan of his songwriting because he will literally say anything. Like I'll. I'll his lyrics are ridiculous. It's a gangster. Yeah, you could say that. He don't mind throwing folks under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. I haven't expected so much. Yeah, trash talking. Oh, you want to trash talk? Wanna... Listen to uh, "Every Man Has a Molly." Dang, it's like some uh, ice cube Vaseline type <laughs> stuff, huh? Yeah. Or uh, admit it, that's uh, that was an album finisher, and that that was like him talking trash to everybody. <laughs> Dang, who's he talking trash about? He's just he's just talking. He's just like speaking his, his mind. Probably he's like producers. Yeah, corporate America. <laughs> he's had his bouts, man. The same thing with uh, speaking of which, going back across uh, Canadian ragweed. I've been on that red dirt Texas country. Uh, Randy Rogers song Kiss Me in the Dark that just went gold that's impressive been listening to him for a long time awesome so I've been all over the place Incubus Old Incubus Fungus Among Us yeah and I guess just as far as like my indie guys go I've been listening to Tommy Ake that's Soren Bryce that's her punk band mm-hmm. uh, their EP uh, I like it my favorite song on it she played on the show it's called Hump Day so, plugs. this is my boy Nick Shoulders. I sent you. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good plug. Yodeling. Yeah, Whistling. so that uh, that's that's a good YouTube channel plug. That is uh, Western AF. And when I pulled that guy up, like I was just reading the bio and it was talking about how he learned to sing and like learning how to yodel, and I was like, oh, this will be interesting. And it's like the first line of the song, but he starts it. 
Yeah, like, I yeah. like this though. That was a good find. Yeah, that's good. It's different. It's like culture wall, you know. Yeah, that's like that's a hell of a voice you got. The there, first man. time I ever heard a culture wall was from a Kobe. No, Flippo. It was from the WWE Network that I subscribed to. Stone Cold had a podcast that they would record where you could watch it. It's like, what the hell? What kind of music led to Brock? Well, recently I've been, you know, Brock. Yeah. I've been uh, on that culture wall. That's the first I ever heard of culture wall. Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar listens to culture wall. Yeah. Riding around in his jacked up 98 Dodge Ram extended cab on the farm with Sable. <laughs> I just thought that was crazy. Yeah. That's. Culture wall. What was crazy Brock to me Lesnar. is uh, I like seeing like some of the playlists that people put out, and uh, it was uh, Obama put out his playlist for like favorite songs of 2019. Yeah, and just like early 2020, and Go off the new Black Keys album was on there. And nice. I was like, could you picture him listening to the Black Keys? I can. <laughs> That's cool, you know? Yeah, that wouldn't be one I would expect for him. I wish I could do an impersonation of him. Oh, Michelle! Michelle, you gotta come listen to this new um, Black Keys. <laughs> you know, I like people that do impersonations. I wish I could do that, man. I've only got a few. <laughs> um, I like the ones uh, I can do. New Black Keys album. I can't do a Barack. I can't either. But that's kind of like the foundation. Andrew to give his honest try at it dude uh, Ben Andrew could do it yeah Andrew can do anything but uh you know what I've really been into what R.I.P. Mac Miller his last album I guess he was working on yeah really love that album man I think that is the same uh style I think that's what he performed when he went on NPR's Tiny Desk yeah. It's kind of him on the piano more... doing more of a songwriting kind of thing. Yeah, these are chill. It's so beautiful. He's, I... he's a good writer, man. Yeah, I, I like Mac Miller. I liked him. It's uh, about it. New music, kind of. Been listening to this Wu Tang Protect Your Neck a lot for some reason. This is a rap song that was awesome that got by me throughout life. That new Eminem is. Um, Banger. I haven't checked that out. Uh, I'm still I mean, trying to be old Outcast albums and Kid Cudi's Man on the Moon projects and Kanye, old Kanye. Yeah, go Snick Shoulders. That's all I got right now. I see. Just be listening. To Velvet Underground. That's all my new ones, man. That's what I'm pretty much saying. Gotcha. Oh. Uh, Not Surf just released a new song. Yeah, I hear Not Surf on the radio. It sucks. Why does all the good songs on the radio play when you always pull up where you, your destination? That's the way it always is, man. So you pull up to Not Surf and having to get out the car? That was like <laughs> 100 yards from work. Dude. That's awful. That was Monk introducing them. Yeah. Boys from Stockwell. Yeah. yeah. It's always great to uh, to hear them. On the radio. I think it'd be great to hear them right now. This is Lies, Lies, Lies by Night Surf. One, two, three, four. <laughs> 
go through all of my recommendations. <laughs> but, uh, I gotta get out of here. Is that all you got? Hang on. Let me see what I got here. I think our recommendations were near the same. Oh, I got Barnes Courtney blue jeans on there. Uh, Barnes Courtney, everything. Uh, pretty much what I hear. Camp, Peach Fuzz. Fuzz in the rest belts. Duran Jones and the indications. Mm-hmm. Uh, Damien Rice is on there. Iron and Wine. I'm glad you said this. What? What you really listen to? No, it's... I don't... I, mean, I, like, I quit listening to YouTube when they started running all the Oh, that's ads. what I live on. <laughs> uh, the, the latest Nathaniel Ratliff. Oh, yeah. There's some Key and Peel. On here. Key and Peel. Yep. Wim. Somebody else's tongue. Remember that song? Monk play. Ooh, that's a good plug. W H I M. Somebody else's tongue. Dig it. All right, that's gonna do it. Cobb. Yes. It's been another episode of Porch Talk. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. It's good. It's good. Before. Goodbye. Good night and good luck. Hit the music. News and notes. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Porch Talk. If you haven't done so already, I would ask that you would rate and review the show on whatever platform it is that you're listening to on. Thanks. We're going to walk this thing out the door with uh, Distracted by Taylor Hollinsworth. All right, guys, I'm out of here. Peace out.
Those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com/amazing to start your springtime adventure. With the McDonald's app, you can get your favorite thing delivered to your door. So, if you were looking for a reason to skip washing those dishes you left in the sink, consider this a sign. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Right now, get zero dollar delivery fee with any purchase of fifteen dollars or more. Only in the app. At participating McDonald's, minimum purchase excludes tax and service fees. Delivery prices may be higher than in restaurants. Other fees may apply. Not valid with any other offer, discount, or coupon. 